Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Money, you know what's weird? Mm-hmm. We've gone like a really long time without any new musicals, right? Mm. La Land, I guess. But then we've had three musicals in the space of like a year and they're all linked to each other. Explain yourself. So you've got In the Heights, right? Which is directed by Lynn Manuel. Mm. And then Lynn Manuel directed Tick Tick Boom. Mm-hmm. And Tick Tick Boom features Stephen Sondheim. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Sondheim wrote the lyrics for West Side Story. Yes. I mean, everything links back to Sondheim eventually in musicals. As it should. Question for you, though. Mm-hmm. How can we link cats to this? Because <laughs> that came out recently. How do you? A couple of years ago, yeah. Cats <laughs> exists in a void. <laughs> that was own energy, I guess. It really yeah. does. <laughs> Hello there. Welcome to a podcast called I Only Like You and Movies. My name's Lonnie. I'm here with Sine. Hello. Virtually, again, for the first time in a little while. Back in the International Space Station. Feels How things up there? terrifying. <laughs> what are your case numbers like up there, Sine? Listen, astronomical. I'm just hunkering, just in my little corner. Please don't infect me, anybody. Well, at the time of recording, we're on a knife's edge in Australia. By the time this is released to the public, we might... Yeah, who knows what's going to happen by then? I'll probably be dead by then, let's be honest. Well, you know, who knows how many cases there are out there. Mm-hmm. But what you can do, if you're worried about that, is do a self-imposed lockdown, jump onto Netflix and watch Tick, Tick, Boom. Hey, nice segue. Thank you very much. What is Tick, Tick, Boom all about, Sine? So Tick, Tick, Boom is about Jonathan Larson, mm-hmm. who wrote Rent, and mm-hmm. it is essentially about... What is it about? (laughs) It's about him being a musical theatre writer and trying to get a show off the ground and his, like, relationships in New York and essentially writing a musical called Tick, Tick, Boom, which is the one he wrote before Rent. Is that correct? Yeah, so it's kind of, it's part biopic but also an adaptation of the musical which he, well, kind of like rock monologue, I think they call it, which is called Tick, Tick, Boom, Mm -hmm. which was semi autobiographical about his life mm. so it's kind of a bit weird because it's like i think they say in the beginning this is all true apart from the bits he made up it's yeah. kind of but i think it is honoring him and can be pretty much taken as a biopic in that sense andrew garfield long fan, we're long fans of his <laughs> we really are all the way back to social network all the way back to his supporting role in doctor who back in 20 2008 or something, he's <laughs> one of those episodes. Um, and obviously Spider-Man, which is, you know, we liked his movie. We liked him as Spider-Man, even though they weren't the best. But he's, he's sort of made up for that in recent times. Um, I never knew he was an amazing musical 
performer, but he is. Never knew he could sing. I don't think he could. From, from what I've read, he'd never really sung before, which was great because they were able to mould him into mm. singing these songs in particular, which is kind of interesting. Um, he can dance a bit as well, and I think he did learn the piano, but we don't really, you were a bit suspicious of his piano playing, weren't you? He didn't learn the piano. Okay, <laughs> okay well. Every shot of him playing is a mid shot. Mm -hmm. And the hands are always shown disembodied from who's playing. Yeah. There's a lot of cheat shots. There's no way he played piano. He might, might have learned it, though, still just for the sure for the ability. Yes. Um, what do you think of his performance and his voice? Voice, good. Mm -hmm. I think it suited Stephen Sondheim lyrics, which are sometimes a bit sing-talky. Um, yep. I think he's going to get a Best Actor nom, if not win. Yeah. It's already got bars the whole film. Um, Here's the thing, not mm. not like belittling his efforts, but I don't know what else is around that would win Best Actor at the moment. Yeah, it's funny we're not really it's been such quite a across weird that year. Yet. Yeah, especially down here in Australia because sometimes we don't get sometimes they wait until the nominations come out until we actually mm -hmm. get the films the way they work it out mm -hmm. a bit behind. So you think he might get a nomination? I think he will as well, and I guess it's just. As someone said on Twitter when this first came out, this film has immense uh, theatre kid energy. <laughs> it does. So, so it will depend on how much the Academy of Motion Pictures buys into that. I think they will. I think I think given that it's a biopic. A um, biopic. Yeah, for sure. And about someone who's passed away as well, even, mm -hmm. even better in terms of Oscar nominations. Um, and musicals are, are quite well liked by good musicals, that is. Cats, mm -hmm. notwithstanding. Well. But by the Academy. So, yeah, I think it'd be up there for sure. Um, he's pretty magnetic, isn't he? Yeah, he's great. I love Andrew. So, the musical, yeah, he's like, he's a struggling artist in New York City. Mm -hmm. And the tick, tick, boom is him counting down his time until he turns 30 and kind of that's his self-imposed um, deadline he's, he's approaching. And he's got this musical he's been working on for eight years and he's trying to get it finished for a, for a big performance, like a first sort of workshop showing. Um, but also at the same time, of course, his personal life is, is going to shit and he's dealing with maybe should he give it all up and follow his best friend who's gone into a, a real career and he's still working at a diner and you know, playing on his piano at night time. Um, but I think there's lots of allegories there for people like you and me, Sinead, who people are trying to make it in the world of... The creative arts so that's probably why we liked it especially like it's speaking to us seeing to us perhaps but i think you could you could draw those comparisons to anybody in life who's trying to make it big and struggle through their 30s hey or their 20s into their 30s yeah for sure how does it rate compared to other musicals we've seen in recent times it's kind of hard to rate them because west side mm. story is a recreation of something that already exists this is fresh i think i liked it a bit better than in the heights but I still like that. Yeah, this was a little bit different because of the, um, it wasn't just a straight up musical. It yeah. was a little bit more different with the biopic aspects and we see him performing musical in a theatre and then also performing it in real life. It's kind of well, interesting, but it's a touch different. I think it can cool. get a little convoluted at times. I got a bit confused. I'm like, are we in the show? But we're always in the show. But then he's also living his life and he's singing yeah. something that's happening, but he wrote that because he's doing the show 
That's right. And then he's also breaking the fourth wall. What is that? Yeah. Because he's on the stage and we're, we're in the audience of, the, of that stage trip or are we hmm. audience sitting on our couch at home? I don't think it ruins the movie. It's just, yeah, it, no. it's a little bit disorienting at parts. It's cool. I just really, we didn't watch Dear Evan Hansen. That's one musical we missed out on. It's true. Which we'll have to watch at some point. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you say it like that? Because it looks so really bad. <laughs> I need to watch it. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer? No, I haven't actually. <laughs> um, what about the other performers, Sinead? Who do you reckon have they out for you? Alexandra Ship plays his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um, Vanessa Hudgens, also great. Special shout out to our man, our main man, Bradley Whitford, who plays <laughs> none other than Stephen Sondheim himself. Mm. and is like actually him they are the same person yeah it did a pretty good job hey it's incredible i wonder if we'll be getting a stephen sondheim fire pick i'm sure we will mm. in time mm. um yeah the rest of the cast were really great i didn't see any weak links really it a lot of the movie relies on andrew garfield's performance and how likable he is and how much you align yourself with his plight mm. um Robin De Jesus was also wonderful as his best friend. Everyone was great in this. Yeah, no weak links. And if you're especially in know all the ins and outs and understand all the cameos from mm-hmm. musical theatre Broadway, you'd be getting much more out of it. Like we knew a few of them. Yeah. And there's there's a scene where, you know, if you don't realise they're all cameos of famous people, you kind of get that feeling of. If you don't know who they are, you get the feeling that, you know, this is a, a reference to other stuff going on here. That's the Sunday sequence. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I can see you go crazy for that. And that, goes, that comes from Lin-Manuel, doesn't it? What do you think yeah. of him as a director? Yeah, he's got a very particular style that he's starting to have, isn't it? Mm. Lots of, like, quick pans. Well, there's a quote here for, about his direction from mm. Variety. It says, uh, Despite Miranda's own personal connection to Larson's story, his direction seemed devoid of ego and purely focused on centering Larson. I'm just wondering, would we say any other director is devoid of ego or is it just because people think that Lin-Manuel Miranda has an ego that that's something looking out for? What do you reckon? Weird thing to say. <laughs> Isn't it? Devoid of ego. Okay. What does that mean as, as a director? Would you say that Scorsese's films are devoid of ego? I mean, I feel like most films are the director putting their stamp on it, so... It's a large part is their ego up on screen. <laughs> Don't get that. I guess he's making it not about his musical theatre career, but like, of course he's not. He's not making Hamilton. He's making this movie. Yeah. I don't know. Weird, weird comment, I thought. Mm, very odd. But yeah, I'd be, I'd be keen to watch more of his movies based on this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he's obviously a talented guy, and I think Hamilton's suffering at the moment because it's so popular. Yes. And It's time for backlash. Yeah, it is time for backlash, and... You know, it's like the West Wing or something like that because he's a big fan of that as well. It's like you have to appreciate it, but also that's not the be-all and end-all of the world. I think also it's about, like, sometimes people don't like things that are sincere. and Yeah, he wears his heart on his sleeve, doesn't he? Yeah, and people feel the need to, like, take things like that down a peg. Remember in Mm. high school when you're like, oh, I really loved this thing from when I was a child or whatever? And then someone says, oh, why do you like that? And then you have to pretend to not like it for so long. Mm-hmm. It's like that, right? 
Like he's still in his primary school, early high school days where he loves everything and Hamilton is so pure and just exactly mm. what it's supposed to be. And so now you've got people that are like, you like Hamilton? Like, mm. gross. Which is a shame because I, I think in your 30s or maybe a little bit later, you come back around to liking things you did when you were a kid. And who cares? Who cares if people think you're dumb for liking something that they think is dumb? Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a bit of... Um, well, you, you probably can't make Broadway musicals without being uh, pretty sincere and that's the whole thing, positive. Right? <laughs> if you're cynical, you're probably not in musical theatre in no, that sense. No, At least in the, on stage and singing and stuff. Yeah. And I get the theatre kid energy can be a bit much for people. <laughs> like, I totally understand that. But also, mm. like, that's the whole point of musicals. Go watch another thing if you're not interested in this, you know? Yeah, pretty much. It's a self-selecting audience, hopefully. Yeah. Not for you. You, you probably know that going in. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I did, um, coming into the film, I didn't know a lot about it. I mm. knew it was Andrew Garfield and it was directed by Lynn and I knew that it was about the guy who wrote Rent. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd be focusing on his creation of Rent quite a lot and we didn't mm. at all, really, which was interesting. And I was also made an ignorant assumption about his death. I, for some reason, conflated it in my mind that he died of AIDS and he did not. He had like a heart problem? Yes, basically he had a yeah, he had an underlying condition that wasn't treated in his lifetime, and then yeah, that, that I think he'd had some issues, and but they weren't able to diagnose it in time, and he he passed away just before Rent was um this actually the released. Night before, right? The night yeah. before Rent was supposed to be shown, mm-hmm. which is just devastating. But yeah, um, I think he knew how great he was, which is one saving grace. It's not like he didn't know. This movie gives us. Probably the best line of dialogue ever written <laughs> where he's at a house party with a guy named Scott and Scott says, what do you do? And they're having this banal conversation and um, Jonathan gets annoyed and he says, I'm the future of musical theatre, Scott. <laughs> and I just find myself saying that. Just around the house, talking to myself, <laughs> just trying to slip it into conversation. I'm the future of musical theatre, Scott. It's totally, totally true. Best line. Speaking of that, should we go through the songs and talk about what we like the best? Definitely. Boho Days was great. Yes. And we never have lived in a sort of house or share house like that for any length of time. But you do understand and kind of appreciate, don't you? We've been adjacent to some pretty intense share houses, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> we, never, we never saw a 
bloody bathtub in the kitchen. We never saw a bathtub in the kitchen. That's very true. (laughs) That's pretty (laughs) crazy. Yes, I like that one. That's very, very catchy. Um, 3090, which starts it off, is, Mm -hmm. yeah, defining song of the the whole musical. Yeah. Have you listened to Green Green Dress, the version from Garfield and um, Ship? Uh, I only heard it in the movie. Like... Yeah, well, you go back to Spotify, it's on the proper album. No, I haven't. It's really good. It's it's a... Okay. Yes, but I appreciate that. Um, apart from that, Come to Your Senses is, is very good. Well, Therapy is really interesting. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that one. So they kind of are in the show hmm. and it's about a relationship, like, really struggling, but they stylize it as... Almost like they're marionettes, mm. which is so out there and wild and it's never mentioned again and it's just this weird little sequence. But I actually think it really worked. I think it really, I don't know, brought some like life. I like really stylized stuff. I think it's really interesting because they're trying to do something a bit different. What did yeah, you think otherwise you're just singing every song the same. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I like that one as well. And that's interesting because he's. it's about – Seemingly about his real relationship, but he's playing it out with Vanessa Hudgens, yeah. who is kind of, it looks like he's got a type, let's put it that way. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting way to, to, to stage that. It's not my first, wouldn't be my first thought to do it like that, but. No. That's why I liked it. So yeah, all the music's great, and all of the songs were written by Jonathan Larson, so mm. they're all perfect, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine, just like, I know you love Stephen Sondheim, so I don't have to stretch too far for this metaphor, but if you went for a workshop and, like, who's your favourite director? Impossible question that I've just thrown at you on the spot. I don't know. Wes? Sure, put Wes in there. You're at, like, a film workshop and then Wes Anderson says that you're doing a great job and gives you some suggestions. Like, ah, Hmm. isn't that incredible? That Stephen Sondheim was there to give him feedback on his work? Yeah, that's pretty cool. And apparently in real life they had a bit more of a relationship than is depicted in the musical slash movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of a bit of a mentor-mentee situation rather than just on a panel once. Yeah. Um, but really, but yeah, definitely. It seems like, from what I understand, Stephen Sondheim was very generous with his time with up-and-coming um, yeah. artists, and that, that's really terrific, isn't it? Lost one of the greats for sure. Um, yeah, and something with Stephen Sondheim, and, and like I've enjoyed a lot of his musicals, but there are some I haven't got to yet. And it's kind of like I, I, I always want to keep one, or have, always I have more out there. I know. <laughs> if you go and w- listen to it all or watch all the musicals, like what do you do next? It's always good to have something else to look forward to. Yeah, fair enough. Um, one thing I think was really great is the level of effort they went to to recreate things from the time. So I'll link a video we watched that had a lot of the um, cameos from the Sunday song. Um, they also mentioned, so apparently Jonathan Larson filmed his entire apartment for insurance purposes, which yeah, I just that, think is hilarious. That's why I know you and I are going to get killed and we're going to have a true crime documentary about us today because we don't have like so many uh, things you can, like videos of our life that you can put into the documentary. Oh, okay. I think that's a that's a guarantee. You have to do that if you, if you want that to happen. <laughs> but it's, it's, it was so great that they literally recreated all of the cassettes, all of mm-hmm. the records, all of the books, like everything 
pretty much perfectly. And I think that's really admirable. Like whatever you say, say about Lin, like you don't like his direction, at least he tries. Like he really puts mm. a lot of effort into getting things right. And sometimes he misses, but I think this was a real, real hit. I agree. And the fact that it's on Netflix will hopefully bring it to a wider audience. Um, it was released theatrically, but according to Wikipedia, it only made $90,000. But I'm guessing that's because it was a very limited release. It's not much money at all. <laughs> I think it was on in here in Australia for like a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I guess current events make films hard to get to at the cinema for all people. Um, I think but yeah, it's, office, it's kind of. Oh, sorry. I was going to say box office results for the last few years. I mean, you can kind of take them with a grain of salt because they're not actual reflections of what it was. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and it's hard to quantify how popular something is on Netflix. Like, yeah. you, know, you don't pay separately for it. And who knows how much it gets streamed. But mm. I suppose if, if it's getting good reviews in terms of Oscars, it'll get watched and that's terrific. So which Oscars do you reckon it'll win? Well, I, yeah, I still don't know the field, so I don't know who else is going to get nominated or mm-hmm. what will be out there. But I think it'll definitely... Like 10 films, can get nominated for Best Picture. It'll get to be up there for sure. He'll get a nomination for Best Actor. I thought Lynn might get one for Direction. Potentially. Also music, surely will get one. Adaptation or something. Yeah, it'll probably get some for those. The script. I don't have a Direction. I feel like with Direction, they want you to sort of pay your dues. I don't know if he's done that yet. That's true. But you know, I'm not, not saying he's not worthy of it necessarily, but I just remember when Chris Nolan took forever to get a nomination, people like... It's this English guy coming over and trying to make movies in Hollywood. He needed <laughs> time to... Yeah, he sort of got too popular because he's too commercial as well as... Yeah. So I was wondering if he, if they might see him as an interloper, perhaps. He might have to go do a few more movies before he's actual film director guy. But who knows? Do you want to give it some final thoughts and review? Um, I think it's definitely worth watching. I think if you like film, music, musical theatre, Andrew Garfield, Lin-Manuel, mm-hmm. singing... Hamilton, creative fields, <laughs> if you want to be a writer. <laughs> oh, we didn't mention tonight the bookshop mm. that you've been to. Oh, the Strand, the yeah. Strand, yeah. Great bookshop cool. that mm. they shot on location. Mm. Um, it was so great. If you like New York, there's a lot of little New York scenes and little things that they feature like that, which are really nice. And the story definitely felt a part of the city. Like it didn't feel like it was just shot on a soundstage, mm. which is really good. Acting was great. I really can't fault it. Like, there's not anything I didn't really like about it. Bit long, maybe, but that's my complaint with everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really quite brilliant. So, I think I'm going to give it like four stars. Why not five? Um, you have to say it's okay. Just... I think it meandered a little bit in the middle. Okay, bit bit tighter for you, perhaps. What you want? Yeah. Yes, I, I was very into it. I'll give it four stars as well. Um, yeah, maybe if it maybe been a little bit shorter, it would have blown us away, but it sort of was around for a bit longer, but that's okay. Also, musicals do that, and you've got to remember most musicals have intermission, which makes it a bit easier to mm-hmm. sit through. But also, it's on, it's on your couch, Netflix. Just pause it if you want. Like, that's what we did. Well, that's great. Pause, have a little bathroom break, get yeah. some snacks. You turned to me like, I'm enjoying this, by the way. I was like, okay, that's good. <laughs> did I? <laughs> Yeah. I'm really that. enjoying this, he said. <laughs> okay. Did you go, thanks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you asked me to get, get you some chocolate. Oh, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> I get a little look sometimes. Yeah. It's called the sweetie look when you're a little sweetie. 
Uh, yes, I really recommend this one. Probably the best film we've seen this year so far. Yeah. Well, Licorice Pizza's pretty good too. Yeah, that's all I was thinking. Maybe. Mm. But we'll see. It's only January. Yeah, true. <laughs> Hold your horses. Yes. All right, then that's been our review of Tick, Tick, Boom. Really recommend it. Get amongst it, especially the musicals, which we do. Or Rick, Rick, Boom, as my phone kept <laughs> autocorrecting to. did try I to make it I don't even know a Rick. Why is it correcting to Rick? Why is Rick Rick Boom better than Tick Tick Boom? I don't know. Obviously, that's not what I mean. <laughs> well, we're on Twitter if you want to get in touch and tell Sine why her phone is doing that to her. I only like you, Pod. Uh, we're also lots of podcasts over the last uh, few years. Get amongst that. We've done lots of musicals. We've done In the Heights, La La Land, which was an emergency podcast. <laughs> Cats, which we spoke, tried to talk about. Cats, which we tried to understand and failed miserably. <laughs> But we also have West Side Story coming up, so... Yes. Yes, it was a big weekend of musicals for us, wasn't it, we saw these? It really was. Yeah. All right, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, what about the other performance, Sinead? Who do you reckon can they out for you? Well, Alexander... Sh- 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 well, Alexander... <laughs>